This is the Wiser Than Yesterday podcast. Your hosts, Sam Harris and Nicholas Farik, digest the most interesting, informative and topical books, giving you their biggest insights. We expose different perspectives and tools to look at the world to make you wiser than yesterday. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fifth episode of the Wiser Than Yesterday podcast. My name is Nico. As usual, I'm joined by my co-host, Sam. And today, um, we're going to be discussing the book, The Game by Neil Strauss. If you heard the last episode, we said we were going to discuss a book called Invisible Women. But because of time constraints, we chose uh, another book, which was way shorter. Um, so yeah. <laughs> and also <laughs> like the complete opposite. Of exactly. How to have so, sex with women as quickly as possible, as opposed to um, it's how to indeed. liberate women and, <laughs> yeah. and their oppressions. It's true that you, you can't find two more opposing books uh, than those, yeah. I, would, I, would, I would say. Yeah. So yeah, Sam, what did you, what, what was your impression of the book? Yeah, well, I guess it's, it's bit, it is quite polarizing, even when, if you're reading it. Like my flatmate was like, why are you reading that? Like, he got really annoyed with me. I'm like, Who? hey, well, I'm not just trying to have sex with women and like, like abandon them. Like, it's just an interesting book about like how people's minds work and like how you can be a better salesman and make people like you and stuff. And like, <laughs> it's, up, it's up to you to how, how you use it. So it was already interesting just like reading it and having it around and like the effect it has on people. So I do think it's probably important that we make the point that we're not just trying to like sort of go on lots of one night stands and use women mm. or something. Yeah. General interest as in, in the same way, like I read 50 Shades of Grey, not because of I'm super into that sort of music, music, uh, that sort of literature, but because it was just really interesting to like learn from a meta level about like, why did someone write this? Who were the people reading it? And like, what are they getting from it and stuff? And like, it's just sort of interesting to study. So we just like say that part. Then well, the lessons from it, I guess as a book for picking up women and stuff, it wasn't actually, it seems like he's showing off a little bit, if you know what I mean, as in he doesn't necessarily give you a bunch of exercises or actually teach you half of the methods he's talking about. He kind of alludes to lots of things that he does and shows off about how good he is. Like when he picks up Britney Spears with his amazing ability to like, cold read people but he never gives you a proper lesson on how to cold read people and you're like well that's great but what, what do i do now and, and it's a bit weird in some ways as in he kind of shows off and so it got a lot of attention because of how good he was and it does kind of really motivate you to feel a bit more empowered to go and do things but then it doesn't really give you all the tools you need essentially mm-hmm. i felt and it's just like a very interesting story about how this guy went from being like crap at picking up women to like getting involved in this weird community and starting this mental like mansion full of guys that were just trying to pick up chicks and mm-hmm. this weird world he gets caught up in. And then it, it also is kind of good in that they, it then goes into how messed up all their lives become because they're doing this and actually finding true love is more important. So it's actually kind of a nice story in some ways, even though people kind of think of it as a bad thing. But yeah, my overall impressions were sort of a bit torn, and especially because I've read a few other books in similar areas that I felt were more useful about shaping you as like a human and just making you into like an attractive person just by kind of working on your personality, which I think is a much more important thing. Mm-hmm. So in some ways it was kind of bad, but it was, it was very useful, especially as in it was like the first book I read in that. So it definitely felt really good the very first time I read it. Whereas I'm like reading it now and be like, oh, actually, it's missing lots of things. 
anyway, I've been quite vague with this. <laughs> what yeah. were your thoughts? <laughs> Perhaps we should start with like a very short summary about what the about what the book is about because you've said some parts. But yeah, I've been listening to that, saying exactly what it is yeah. in case you don't know what yeah. we're talking about. <laughs> so I'll I'll try and give a short introduction of the book. So Neil Strauss, the author, starts by getting in touch with people that are in the pickup artist scene, basically. And so he decides he's a very average looking guy, not that very good with women, hasn't had a great success with women, and he's a journalist. So he writes, he writes um, articles about different kinds of topics. And he gets asked to write an article about this scene, these people that um, make picking up women into some kind of lifestyle and a sport and a science, basically. And so the book basically tells his adventures from the start until uh, the point where he decides he doesn't want to be involved in the lifestyle anymore. And so it's true that it's, it's, not, it's not really like a book on how to seduce women because apparently there's another book which um, gives you all the different steps and all the different methodologies you, you need to use. And so this book is more of a story about a man who is yeah, inside the community and yeah, using the tools described in another book or another like a bunch of websites to seduce women and, and all the adventures these resulted. And for me, reading the book, I uh, found it extremely entertaining. I was like looking forward to continuing listening because I quite often had to laugh, uh, laugh out loud because some of the things are so insane and so crazy or so simple that it's almost funny or how, how well the things he says and does work on women. So yeah, I, I found the book really entertaining. So he starts off with learning the process of picking up women. And then at some point, he and other pickup artists basically moving together into a Project Hollywood. It's a, like a mansion somewhere in LA. And there he tells about uh, how everything basically gets uh, screwed over by personalities and people realizing that picking up women is not everything. And it seems like everyone basically becomes incredibly unhappy. And for this reason, this follows in nicely with the other books we discussed, which is The Elephant in the Brain and Why Buddhism is True. Because I think men have an urge to have sex with as many women as possible, because that is the best way to get your genes across to, uh, well, to the next generation, basically. Maximize the number of females you have sex with. And so we have an urge to, to do that and to seduce women and to have sex with them and to make sure that, well, try and make sure that our genes survive basically. And so it's extremely gratifying to go out, find a girl and then get her into your bed. But what the book also says by the end is, and it shows it that this is, might be gratifying, but it does make you happy. And so there's a big difference between yeah, this instant gratification and then the long-term happiness. Mm. Yeah, then so you kind of want to be understood and like actually have like a longer relationship or something. And yeah, I think it satisfies you at a deeper level. Same way like the, you know, he talks about like you sort of see a donut and you want to eat it inst instantly, but like you shouldn't be able to have donuts on all the time available to you. It's like you kind of, but you wouldn't exist in the olden terms with like constant new women that you could always be having sex with you kind of be in your tribe and you'd actually sort of have to sort of settle with like a one or two or something and you wouldn't just like have this weird world that we now live in and so it's a sort of it's a drive that every time there is a new woman you sort of should be maybe attracted to try and do this but like it's not a sensible 
strategy now if you live in a city surrounded by millions of women <laughs> it's like if you tried to have sex with every woman you saw it, it would be like chaos and it's totally not a good thing and it's also i think the environment that they sort of live in as well it's kind of like constant like um trying to show off to each other and like dominance and sort of trying to get girls from different between them and the, it's like they kind of break all their own social boundaries that they try to set up and kind of just make a mess of everything it's a bit weird yeah so what do you think were the kind of lessons that you learned from this book for me it's it's a reinforcement of my belief that people are machines and we're basically governed by algorithms and so we don't really choose what we do our conscious self rationalizes the actions we take yeah definitely. Um, and i think this is, is is this is shown in the reactions of the women that get seduced and end up having sex with um the author of the book with uh, neil strauss they have sex with him and afterwards they try to rationalize why they did it yeah because yeah. Uh, they cannot they cannot consciously grasp why they feel so attracted to it. And for me, this is fairly key in today's society because companies and people are getting better and better at understanding what triggers human beings. And so mm. what these pick of artists have done is they've turned seducing women into a science. So they know exactly, okay, I need to do this, 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 and that. And let's say 95% of the women uh, will not be able to say no to me after, after I do these, take these steps. Mm. And so I think this is the same with, for example, the Dorito case. I don't know if I told you this, but mm. I heard, I read that Dor- Doritos, they invested yeah, 50 million in, in, into designing the Dorito chip. And so as human beings in today's society, we are being bombarded with people and companies um, who have analyzed human behavior and know exactly which buttons to push in order to get us to want something. Mm. And so for me, what I again learned from this is that, I mean, it's, it's the same story. It's why, is, why are certain games or certain foods so addictive? It's because the companies that design these games and these foods know how to make them addictive. And it's the same with the pickuping or picking up women. It is these guys have figured out how to press the buttons that make the girls want them without being to explain exactly why and how much and, and, and being able to stop themselves. For me, it's the same. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah Especially like, like a psychology study of like, what are the things that sort of always get like a yes for the next thing into kind of like the kind of frog boiling in water analogy and sort of, they never really realize they can't, they can't kind of go out and get a bit of perspective on what they're doing. It's just, it always seems kind of normal in the, at the time. And it's just sort of, mm-hmm. you just go along with what's happening and, you, they, they they want to do it like they're excited by what's going on kind of thing it's not like they're being they're not like well they sort of are socially controlling them which is why it's a bit of a divisive book but they're they're controlling them in things that they do want to do so it's very confusing um mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah and so i think what's useful about it is it's you can you you can learn that like he says and there's many other things that you can do this besides with marketing but you can also you know, just make yourself more interesting for other people. If you like make friends with someone or you want to have a good interview or, you know, you want to like try and sell things. It's just sort of how to make yourself more socially acceptable instantly and just be able to like make friends with whoever you happen to be around and kind of get them to agree to do the things you kind of want to do. And how to, they also talks about like how to like establish dominance. If there's like a group of people and they kind of don't think that you're like cool, you can kind of instantly out cool other people if you just know the right things to say mm-hmm. and do and how to behave. And, those are really useful skills for anything besides just sort of trying to get people to sleep with you. If you like break them down and like learn them. 
I'd really like to know how many people have read this book and actually done the things that like, it sort of it suggests. Because it's it is quite hard to really do that much in it, or if it just makes people kind of like feel that they can do things and then they kind of <laughs> go and just fail instantly. Mm-hmm. It'd be quite interesting. Yeah. It definitely takes practice. And one of the one of the key insights I got is the the principle of negging. Yeah, negging. What Neil Strauss says in the book is that one of the key parts in seducing a woman from the start where you from the point where you see them until you they agree to go home with you is the neg. And a neg is basically a non-personal insult. So you don't insult them and make them angry, but you reduce their self-esteem and you make them feel bad about themselves. And so one of the ways you can do this, for example, is after a woman speaks, you offer her uh, a chewing gum. Or some of the other examples is like a woman speaks and he tells the other people in the social group, he tells them like, oh, this is a loud one, isn't it? You know, yeah, so you yeah, offend them. Undermine them a little bit. Not directly. Like, yeah, exactly. yeah, sort of in the brainy kind of thing. You say something that sort of everyone can acknowledge it's a bit annoying, yeah. but it's not that like you haven't said out loud something super rude but makes them sort of question yeah, exactly. their value kind of thing. Yeah. And, yeah. But it just makes them kind of interested in you and they kind of want to prove to themselves that they're better, which is super annoying that like it is kind of like, yeah, social engineering and being a bit of a dick really, but then it, it actually mm-hmm. kind of helps. And then also is in the sort of, he talks about making them have some interest in you by talking to the other people. So they, you don't seem so interested in them in general and like they're more interested by people that aren't interested. So if you're too easy for anyone, like it's never that interesting. So it's the same, like women should read this book to like pick up guys as well. Cause if, if you're too needy and you're just like constantly focused on them, you're like, Oh, this is the one. This is my favorite. Love. Like it's just a bit creepy. And like, people don't like that mm-hmm. when you sort of just focus all your attention on them too quickly. Like it's not a challenge to, there's nothing, there's no like value in them trying to get you because they've already got you. So they want mm-hmm. things that are hard to get. So you have to like make it seem like you're interested in, in the other people in the group more than them and make them feel like they need to prove to you that they're worth like having which is mm-hmm. again something that like is a bit counterintuitive to if you kind of just sort of grow up with like that you should be really lovely and like you should see people and treat them like they're the most beautiful person and make them feel really special straight away because mm-hmm. obviously that's not very helpful if you just come across as needy and useless so that was mm-hmm. one and like i think it relates to, it's kind of they call it the cat string theory like you know how like cats, if you sort of have a string near them and they can't quite get it, they go bloody nuts. And they, they sort of talk about like, it's like that with women. If you sort of are nearly reachable, but you're not quite, they kind of, it just sort of like triggers a button in them. And it's the same with guys as well. If you, they feel like they can just about get something, but you, you kind of always just move just before they get it. You kind of, feel, you always feel like you have to like take the next step and just keep on going. And um, so I thought that was quite like a nice analogy that they came up with as a theory of like how people work. They sort of want stuff that they can't mm-hmm. quite have, but they feel they should have. And it's just sort of, it kind of completely, they kind of forget about everything else. Like, you know, when you see the kitten with the cat string, it kind of forgets about the rest of the world around it. And it just completely focuses on that thing. And I think it's, mm-hmm. it's a good way of explaining it. I think that <laughs> a completely different book could be written about, uh, you know, the girl's side of the story, how to yeah. get men. And I think there's probably going to be quite a lot of similar strategies, but I think yeah, the, I mean, the whole approach is going to be women, quite different do have a lot of similar things certainly with like you know if like a woman's super needy it's not that interesting as in it's good to be mysterious and not too easy because mm-hmm. as in as in we didn't say about being mysterious but like if they know everything about you straight away and it can be 
they, they already understand you. There's nothing left for them to try and work out. Like you need to be slightly hard to work out. And it's the same with women's and if women just turn up and they just, you just know everything straight away. It's not, it's not that interesting a game to play trying to work out who they are and what makes them interested and, and stuff. And mm-hmm. so you, they do do a lot of these things, but kind of automatically by accident because of they maybe have a lot of guys already coming after them. So they do kind of pull away because they've got too many people kind of thing. And, and or if there's a guy you are acting a bit needy, they'll start pulling away, which kind of does the capturing thing you theory thing on you because they're like pulling away. And so you, you try harder and then that makes it even worse because they're, they're like getting away. But then that makes you more nuts as a guy because you're like, oh, I've really got this thing. But then they're just getting more annoyed with you. And so they're doing like mm-hmm. the reverse of it on you, but by accident because they're actually not that interested in you kind of thing. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think girls kind of do find themselves doing some of these behaviors already just kind of on purpose well not on, but by accident the opposite of on purpose <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah so w- what i think is so basically following the steps of the book of yeah, how to approach a woman and how make how to seduce a woman i think what the author actually does is they're uh, presenting themselves as the most alpha male mm. right that's what you're doing um, yeah. and because women are drawn to alpha males and because that's pure uh, evolutionary psychology as a woman if you have sex with an alpha male your children are probably going to be uh, stronger or more prone or better at survival so it's probably the best strategy to have um, the children of the most alpha of, of the men you can find or the most dominant men you can find right and so i think in the basis, what the strategy of, uh, of the game does is presenting yourself as the most alpha male. And so what I'm curious about is what would be the strategy for a woman? I can imagine that there are very, some of the steps that make men look like an alpha male would also work for a woman to be attractive to a man. But I'm actually curious to know mm, what yeah. the goal would be for a woman. Because it's not going to be the alpha woman, right? Mm. it depends as in some guys like having women that are like more kind of eye candy and are less sort of dominant whereas other guys like women that are mm-hmm. dominant and like certainly I, get, I can't handle women that like aren't very sure of themselves and don't have like stuff going on and like don't have opinions and things so I would need someone like kind of more alpha just because of I think it's pretty boring when someone doesn't have like their own opinions and isn't very sure of themselves um, but other guys maybe like that because they can be alpha themselves or whatever. So it depends on like what kind of guy they're trying to get. But I think like there's the whole what like they say the the number one characteristic of an alpha male is the smile, and like you should smile as you're entering a room, and that like, you just look together and fun, and that you're somebody, and like it just shows that you're confident. And if you sort of don't have that, it's if you kind of second guess yourself you kind of approach someone with smile but then you kind of go like oh wait this, am i doing this right and you start looking nervous it's it immediately kind of opens you up to the fact that maybe you're not quite comfortable doing what you're doing and i think it's the same with a woman if they kind of second guess themselves you can see it mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it depends on the guys and if someone's kind of already approached you there's kind of already a sign that you should be like talking to them or something so i don't know um <laughs> It would be Let's see if we can find a book that, that tells the different side of the story. How yeah, do you pick up men are, as a woman? Books for, for women to see like how to find love and things. 
don't know if it's like one to just like had to pick up <laughs> guys exactly. There probably must mm-hmm. be. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, there must be. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I can't imagine there, there wouldn't be. All right, I let's think uh, go to the overall the... biggest thing is just like the comp, it's just kind of the rule of numbers, just going and doing it. As in, if you approach sort of a thousand people over a month, you just get better and like more comfortable doing it. And you kind of, you lose like the nervousness because it's just like a process versus if you try and read this as much as possible and approach like three women in a month, it's much more likely that the one way you approach like thousands because you're just doing like 20 a day, like 50 a day, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're just going to have success because you just keep on doing it and you kind of learn what happens. And like, not everyone, even when you do have this, you still can't get everyone because some people that you're just not right for, like some girls just mm-hmm. really like, a certain type of man and you just won't fit that box whatever and you know they'll also have boyfriends or whatever and yes i think one of the key takeaways the, the most useful takeaways for me is the fact that we always overestimate how badly people might think of us or we we're too afraid of failing why which means that we or we, we're so afraid of not succeeding that we don't even try yeah yeah so we like and, make ourselves fail by our fear of failing <laughs> exactly <laughs> which is really stupid Thanks, all right man. let's 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 like uh, round it up our score for the book one how um, interesting was it uh did you enjoy reading it and how useful mm, did you find it yeah as in the first time i read it i was like eight or nine and now that i've read uh, some other things and i can know a lot more about psychology and stuff i feel like it missells you on the book and if it was just reading for entertainment purposes it is still i'd still say like an eight but in terms of changing your life how to pick up women and things i'd give it more of like a six mm-hmm. in terms of practical useful things yeah 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 i agree I'm, I'm sure there are way better books out there um on how to approach women so mm. th- this is this is not a book that will teach you how to do that it's it's going to help but there are way better books out there and so for me from uh, how, how interesting was the book i would give it a five because i didn't find a book that interesting I did find the book extremely entertaining. So it was like, I was almost sad it was over because of all the adventures. It was like a good a sitcom uh, show, you know? It was funny. It was, And so I, I, I would say from the entertainment point of view, I enjoyed it. Like it was a nine out of 10 as far as yeah. entertainment goes. Yeah, he's a good writer. And he keeps up the pace quite quickly. And I'm sure he could have written a book five times as long and all the stuff that he did in that time. But he really like condensed it and just kept like, the absolute best moments of his like three years there to make mm-hmm. it like pretty interesting. So yeah, he did, he did a really good job on that. Yeah. And then as, as far as use, usability in my real life or usefulness is concerned, I'm in a relationship for almost six years now and I don't see myself picking up girls or seducing women too soon. So I would give it a, a three because I, I don't see myself using the knowledge I gained. Mm. Well, there's some like transferable knowledge like the just being more confident and smiley and yeah, you're taking right. chances. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's pretty limited. I mean, mm. yeah, I don't think I'll be able to, I, you have books who are like, uh, you have to do this and then they build like a whole um, argument for why exactly you need to have this one habit. It's going to change your life. Right. Mm. Um, in this book, they just say, ah, smile eh, because that gives the impression that you're confident and you're, you're, you're strong, you're dominant. And so for me, it was like, I would have like, they could go more in depth on the smiling parts to convince me even more how useful it would be. 
And so I would make, I would find a book like that more useful. So it, it didn't really, um, yeah, it doesn't it drive any of its points home. I exactly. Think, yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. It alludes to a bunch of things and it never really fully explains them properly. It just sort of goes, Oh, I made this technique and it was working and oh, that was the next step. So it yeah. never kind of goes through a lot of things in super depth yeah. and to just keep the story more entertaining, which is nice, but not that useful. It's like a mm-hmm. how to book. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Cool. Yeah, it was really interesting to read, having just read the last two books, to sort of see some of the um, like elephant in the brain stuff going on, and it doesn't mean what's actually making people happy. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's been quite interesting. I, there'll be a lot of books that we read in the future that would um, tie into those. I think it would it would have been really interesting to have read uh, a finite and infinite games before this to be able to like talk about different sort of levels of games that you're playing and mm. and stuff, which we're not yet knowledgeable on because we haven't <laughs> fully read that book yet. But I think mm-hmm. that would have been a good one to um read in the first set of things but anyway yeah. nice very good let's yeah. uh run it up so that was our discussion on the game and for next week we're going to keep our promise and we're going to discuss invisible women which is an amazing book um but yeah well let's go into that next week yeah yeah i've been Thank super guys. enjoying it definitely blowing my mind that one <laughs>